0: Sides of the story. Two sides of the story. Two sides of the story. With Tom and
1: Sean. Welcome to two sides of the story. That's Tom Sides.
2: And that's Sean sides. How you doing, Tom? I'm doing all right. I'm a little bit banged up. I'm not gonna lie. I had a bit of an evening last night, but uh, I'm doing all right. How does it
1: feel that bars are opening up? Isn't it exciting? And also, like, leaving you with a little bit of regret at the same time?
2: Like, it's nice that I can go out for happy hour and have, like, a good time, but then, like, I forgot what the next morning felt like, and this is what (laughs) I'm going through right now.
1: Have you looked at your bank account yet, too? No. (laughs) drinking at home during the pandemic is a lot cheaper it turns out
2: well you know what it wasn't that bad of an evening like it wasn't like a a late evening it was just it was just nice to get out of the house and just shoot the shit for like a little while and then like we had dinner like there's nothing like some good old-fashioned pub food because you're already at the bar you know what i mean but definitely um, it was just nice to be able to sit on the patio uh in restaurant dining started happening so like people were inside without like masks on and it's just like crazy it's really cool i mean the staff's still wearing masks and like you gotta wear masks if you're gonna go take a piss yeah like i don't know man it's like it's so weird that you can do one thing but then you have to wear a mask for like something that's like minor like traveling or whatever like i don't know it's it's weird rules like i just see like there's like some hypocrisy there and i just i don't know all i've been doing is just following the rules and i'm not gonna fight any of the wedding staff going like i don't want to wear my mask (laughs) if i don't have to wear it at the table yeah you have to be
1: careful like i don't know if you have caught any alberta from the time that you lived out here but it creeps up on us sometimes we don't realize that we have a case of alberta our like redneck starts showing and we're like now you listen here i don't have any you're like holy fuck oh my god that's not me where did that come from
2: i don't i don't i as of right now i do not have any of that like i'm very much like all right man like whatever makes this whole process easier (laughs) like i'm not here to give anyone a hard time like i'm a very i'm a very reasonable guy me too i'm
1: super easy going with it all it's like the rules are silly for sure sometimes i can definitely agree with that But they are what they are, and we're just gonna follow them because we want this shit to be over.
2: Yeah, yeah. Like this is what I gotta do. Well, this is what I gotta do. I'm not gonna fight anybody on it. And it was like it was like again. It was just nice to get out, shoot the shit with a buddy. Uh, Also bumped into someone I hadn't seen in years, and he joined our table, and it was just a nice time.
1: Yeah, nothing wrong with that. I look forward to such occasions. Mm. So one thing uh, we should probably talk about here is little uh sweepy sweepy happened there what's going on with that i know what it feels like on the losing end of a sweep how does it feel on the winning end of a sweep thomas um,
2: oh man montreal Canadiens sweeping the winnipeg jets fuck thanks for showing up winnipeg it was a great fucking series <laughs> um i'm really happy with it but the one thing that gets me going right now is now that we're going to be seeing vegas in the next series is that yeah. I'm worried that the Canadians have gotten lucky a little bit. Now, let's talk about this for a second. In the first uh, series, the Maple police lose John Tavares. Yeah. Great hockey player, captain of their team. Yeah. Really easy to shut down Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner if you don't have John Tavares to worry about. All right? Sure. You're with me so far? And then now we're, we face off against the Winnipeg Jets. Uh, Shifley gets suspended four games i spoke about it earlier i that's two more games that he probably should have got one more three more maybe like it's still up for debate for me but whatever the nhl made their decision i can't change their minds obviously but and so they lose a top player in mark shifley really easy to beat a team when, when one of their stars is sitting in the stands as well now I you got the Vegas Knights great hockey team. I have shit on the Vegas Knights ever since like they were supposed to be brought in <laughs> to the NHL. And yeah. I have been proven so wrong. So wrong. Like I thought, like, who's gonna go to a game in Vegas? Who what kind of fan base is gonna root for Vegas? <laughs> no one from Vegas is actually from Vegas. Who's gonna give a fuck about hockey in Vegas? And apparently the whole fucking city of Las Vegas loves the hockey yeah, team. It's
1: huge, hey, it's huge. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And like they're they did such a good like they've had such a good run of the last like what, three years they've been in the season uh, NHL now. Yeah, I believe. Yeah, I believe. Yeah. And they can't be stopped. Like, I'm really enjoying the hockey they're doing. The only thing that really bums me out about Colorado not winning is I would have loved to have seen the Montreal Canadiens face off against the Colorado Avalanche while they were wearing their retro reverse Nordiques jersey. And you're just like, fuck, yes.
1: Yeah, that would have been cool to see
2: yeah so i don't know there's still a lot of good hockey to be had i'm excited for game one i'm not sure when the the date if they've released the date yet
1: i haven't seen it yet either
2: but i think i think game one's on monday to be honest and i'm i'm excited to watch hockey again i'm gonna be bummed that it's gonna be like eight o'clock nine o'clock games yeah that's tough but hey you know what it's playoff time montreal's in the third round who would have thought? And then also to top things off, the Boston Bruins are gone as well. Oh. <laughs> you gotta it's love it. It's a good
1: it. year. So I, I'm not. I'm unfamiliar at this point. Maybe you can enlighten me. So Vegas is left. Montreal is left.
2: Yeah. So it's gonna. So we got the one division or the semifinals of Montreal versus Vegas. And on the opposite side, we got the reigning champs, Tampa Bay Lightning. Facing off against the New York Islanders, or as they've been calling, or as the fans have been calling them, the New York Saints. That's funny. Noah like such an interesting time for hockey, like some weird teams in the playoffs, right? Yeah. And it's just been good hockey. The the Islanders have been playing top-notch. Um, not to be slept, like not to be slept on, but also the Bru- Boston Bruins, you find out their goalie Tuka Rask, who played his heart out but had a few rough games in game five and six. Now he's going out for surgery. So he's playing hurt. And you got to ask the question, like, are you better off playing hurt or are you better off, like, taking the bench, doing what you got to do to get better? Like, I'm not sure. But, you know, now he's going out for, for, like, a very big surgery. I think you know maybe a few mistakes were made in the Boston general manager's office. I don't know. Yeah, I, that's a tough
1: I, call always. We've had that situation in Edmonton a few times when a player just hasn't seen themselves. And then you come to find out later they were injured that whole time. And you're like, Well, yeah. maybe if you brought in someone else who is younger and more hungry or whatever the situation is, would the result be different?
2: But yeah, and don't get me wrong, Tucker asked Tucker asked great goalie.
1: Great yeah, goalie. oh yeah.
2: But, uh, you know, you, you hate to see something get, like, worse or something like that, and, you know, you know good for him. You even saw it in Pittsburgh this year, like, uh, in the playoffs when they got eliminated, the Penguins. If Evgeny yeah. Malkin is gone to get surgery right after the series, too. So he wasn't seeing himself, and everyone started, like, shitting on him, and then you find out he's gone <laughs> out for surgery. So, like, it's this whole ridiculous thing. Yeah, there? that makes sense. Yeah. Nice,
1: so, yeah. Well, congrats on the sweep anyways. That's exciting
2: it is exciting but no, what's the most exciting for me right now i'm not sure what's if you that? saw this in toronto but the cn tower was lit up uh, red white and blue for the montreal canadians that's messed of, up now now it's canada's team so the oh, tower is now being like we're going to support <laughs> the one canadian team and i thought that was a class move until i saw like the tweets from like the rest of the city of toronto they're just like what the holy fuck is going on here (laughs) they just beat like they put it up like right after like they swept winnipeg so it's just like well there's only one canadian team left let's all unite and then how are they thinking (laughs) but but, like everyone has like these like ridiculous theories of like it's trudeau like calling up the cn tower going you better fuck no man like (laughs) it's a privately owned building like it's the cn tower it's like canada uh, canadian national the train company like owns that shit and like let's calm it down everybody like this isn't a thing (laughs) like no one's doing this to like rub it in your face it's just like an added perk
1: (laughs) that is so funny though like uh, clearly whoever came up with this idea the ceo who was like hey let's show like the canadians that we support hockey." like you don't know hockey fans It would be like the same thing if in Edmonton they lit up one of the – like the TELUS building or something with Calgary Flames colors because Calgary made it through and we didn't. Yeah, You just just don't do that in another city. You don't do that, especially like Toronto who got knocked out. Like it just – oh, wow. Like I I would be pissed if I were a Toronto fan. Like I I would be one of the guys on Facebook going, you know, I find this really hurtful and (laughs) (laughs) – that's, no, that's outrageous.
2: Like, some people got to Twitter and like, this is like lighting up the Red Sox logos on the empire state building. I mean, it's not, it would never happen because they're not like, it's the reason is, is like it's, there's one Canadian team moving on to the playoffs and there yeah. only would have been one Canadian team moving into the playoffs the way it was designed. But I do understand that we are the team that eliminated Toronto and we are the team that's moving on. And then you see our colors on your big, like iconic building it's yeah. a big fuck you, the city of Toronto, and it and, oh yeah it, it must stuff. hurt a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. Yeah, I thought it was so funny. We got our first fan email in from the legend legend himself, Uncle John. Oh, really? Did we? And, yeah, and I think he's calling me out and I don't appreciate it. So uh <laughs> Uncle John writes, Good morning, Tom and Sean. I think the nickname of your followers should be called Insiders. And also, I think Tom should try the one chip challenge. Cheers, Uncle John. Well, I like his name. I'm still a little partial to side pieces, but or or sides pieces, but insiders (laughs) is actually pretty genius as well. Yeah, I do like that too. I got to give it to him there. That's like, that's some good idea. We got to do a poll somewhere sometime for sure. Just lock this down. Get all like 60 of our listeners that give an opinion. (laughs) But uh, no, I like that. But also, like, call me out on the one chip challenge and i'll I'll be honest i don't want to do that at all
1: honestly (laughs) like life is about experiences and if you don't experience life you're only cheating yourself you heard my side of the story it was pretty rough but like i think our audience and everybody out there deserves to hear tom's sides of the story
2: listen i've done my fair share of spicy shit (laughs) Like this isn't, it's not like I'm a coward and I haven't done this. I I know what it does to me and I don't need to be farting flames for like three (laughs) days.
1: We don't really know for sure that you've ever eaten anything spicy. We just know what you've said. But having like a video and like some visuals of you actually eating something spicy, maybe that would be helpful to the Are fan base. Are you giving me
2: the whole pics or it didn't happen fucking speech right now? Is that what you're doing? <laughs> I fucking hate that so much. Just take me at my goddamn word. I did. have done some fucking stuff. There's no reason to lie about it. But I think we like- should
1: make a poll about it. <laughs> is tom can- full of shit or should tom eat the chip <laughs> all right
2: all right man you know what next time i'm in edmonton we'll do it together so like we're a team i don't here. know
1: if i I like i've already done it and i have video to prove it yeah. i feel like i could easily mail one your direction and then you could solo <laughs> it too i'm fucking oh, retired not, on not only for, do like- i have
2: to do this alone you're gonna like i'm not making it an event like tom and sean are finally in the same city they're gonna do the yeah. one chip challenge together just to for solidarity no, no no like i'll mail it to you you can just do it willy nilly just make sure you film it and you know um tell us all about the suffering you won't go through does, thanks a lot
1: i have a question for you does marty eat spicy food your best friend um not on purpose well, so he wouldn't do it with you because i have more than one
2: no, I don't think he would. I, do you know I,
1: someone else who would because then you I, don't have to do it alone.
2: I think my buddy Morgan would do it with me. That guy fucking chugs hot sauce like there's no tomorrow, but talk
1: to him. We'll try to set it up. No pressure. I understand right. if you don't want to, because I I wanted to just to know, but yeah. I was also afraid. So yeah. I totally understand. And I'm not well, saying that you're afraid that you're being like a baby about it or anything like that. <laughs> I feel like you're a responsible man who makes his own decisions in life. And you know if you want to go down that road or not.
2: I just don't want my <laughs> evening ruined for like a 15 second video that we're gonna get like 40 likes on, and then we're just gonna move on with our lives. Honestly,
1: <laughs> you could probably make it a 45 minute video because it, it really does go on. Make a long. nice
2: little docu series for Netflix. Yeah, exactly. The suffering of Tom Sines, one chip <laughs> versus one man. That an epic tale of conquering your fears.
1: Anybody who's done it right now, listening to our podcast, if there's others out there, they're like, Tom, don't fucking listen to Sean. Don't do it. Don't listen to Uncle John. Don't listen to Sean. Don't do it.
2: uh, I like. like I get so like like the competitor in me is like, oh yeah, Uncle John, fuck you. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. I don't give a fuck. I'll do it. And then like I just think about like like the days after of just like because when I did that chicken wing challenge. Yeah, Like, for days that suffer, like I suffered. <laughs> like, it was not a good few days afterwards. Like, I was able to still live my life and all that stuff, but I couldn't go to the bathroom without having to need to have a shower afterwards. Like, it was just <laughs> not a good time to be Thomas.
1: That's understandable. It's funny, the shit that uh, we put through our system sometimes that really
2: fucks us up. Oh, scars you for life, that's for damn sure. <laughs> 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 so i saw this cool new special out i'm not sure if you're familiar with the comedian bo burnham are you
1: no i i don't think i've actually heard of him
2: he's got a couple good specials on netflix make happy and he has uh another one i can't i can't remember off the top of my head i saw him live in calgary once Oh uh, okay. like the first like month i lived in edmonton friends of mine went down to calgary and they're like they're like we're gonna go see bo burnham you want to come and i was just like how much is a the ticket and They're like that and i'm like that's a reasonable fucking price i will go to it so we went mm-hmm. down to the like whatever universities in calgary i want to say it's safe but i could be wrong in my location um i
1: think you're right with Sate, say yeah
2: but uh, anyway so we're in the auditorium like sitting in like you know like chairs and shit and we're watching the show it's unbelievably hilarious but, um does like songs and jokes and he's just like his performance level is like unlike any other stand-up special that you'll ever see. But this one inside is so genius. He did it during the pandemic filmed it all himself. He's locked in like this one little room trying to put this whole thing together. And you kind of just like you're laughing and then like part of you wants to like cry because you feel for him because it's just like, it's like, if there was anything that properly described what going through this pandemic was like, it's this special. Interesting. So it's this the, the drive of like, I want to perform again. Okay, we can't. Okay, well, like, let me work on this thing. And he's just doing it on his own and he's filming, he's editing, and you see like video of him watching video, trying to make like like being like that perfectionist, and like it's taking him like a long time. He goes, I thought I would like do this before I turn 30 well now I've turned 30 and I'm still working on this fucking thing and it's honestly it's worth a watch uh well one of the, like like is i don't even know if you I, I wouldn't even call it like a standout special it's more of like this amazing performance piece huh uh some great songs and just like some funny bits and like all
1: like what streaming site did you watch this on on oh, netflix, netflix. on oh, netflix okay cool yeah, easily yeah. accessible then i'll check yeah. it
2: out yeah, yeah netflix just google bo, bo, or search bo burnham and you'll find like i think you'll you'll find three of his specials but like he was, like he's been doing this since he was like 16 he used to like write songs put it on youtube and like and took off from there like he had songs like new math and like i'm bo yo and he's just like rapping while like playing the keyboards and just but he was like a 16 the kids the guy's a fucking genius but also you can find out that he has like this mental illness a little bit because he went away from comedy from performing for a lot and he talks about it in a special i don't want to ruin anything for you but he was like like i went away because i started to have panic attacks on stage and it's crazy how you see these like performers that make themselves vulnerable and go on to like do these performances but like yeah like but on like us away from that they're just like i'm like this is a job i do and this is who i am and it's a struggle it's a very it's very cool like watch i think like you and crystal can kick back and just enjoy it
1: yeah that'd be fun to check out i'll definitely look into it i've heard like a lot of comedians like professional comedians talk about that they don't know other comedians that aren't fucked up in some kind of way yeah that haven't gone through some shit one way or another like the reason you know sometimes that we are the jesters of the human race is because we know what it's like to be in the dark Mm. and we know how to like navigate it a little bit and get people to enjoy like make people laugh i guess right it's it's interesting when you hear like or when you see you know, you expect the comedian like, oh, he's funny, he's happy, he's he's a happy-go-lucky guy, but when you dig a little deeper on, on a lot of these characters, you find out, oh shit, they, they're human just like the rest of us, and life isn't just all a joke, there's serious shit too, right?
2: Yeah, I think the only one that's gone on record that says, like, he's the only one that feels he's perfectly fine, never, like, he's never gone mental illness, is Jerry Seinfeld. Jerry yeah. Seinfeld was like, no, I had a good childhood, I just thought, I just enjoyed making jokes. <laughs> and you, like, you see him, and you're just like, All right, man, like, fuck must be fucking nice, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. So, did you uh
1: get a chance to watch the new streaming series, Loki, episode one?
2: I did, I i enjoyed spoiler it. Spoiler
1: alert for all of our fans, yeah, out we're gonna there talk about it. Uh, spoiler.
2: No, spoiler, I loved it. I think it's gonna be such a great tale. I think it's gonna tail into the uh, um. Uh, Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness. Like, I think we're going to see Loki fuck up the main timeline. So all this stuff that the Avengers endgame, like the whole point of doing what they did in Endgame, just to make sure that the timeline stays okay, I think Loki's just going to fuck it up. But also, (laughs) like, that's happening in 2011 now.
1: Yeah, that's what's like messing me up a little bit. I didn't know what time, like, I obviously you see the Avengers and when he takes the little box thing, I can't remember the name of right now um
2: but time also works weird so you don't know exactly so he gets taken by the tva in 2011 yeah right but but because you don't know how time technically works with them he could be anywhere like anywhere in time really and they're probably going to go like around time and the sheer fact that the villain that they're chasing is also loki i mean doesn't like time travel fucking thing is so fucked up because then you go well, isn't this the reason why it's causing him to be the variant? Like, is this, like, are you not creating the own monster of what you're doing? Like, it, it's, I, I, I can't wait to see this. And I can't believe there's only six episodes. So we're down. Yeah. We watched the first one. We got five left. And I, like, the story you're going to tell here is only going to take six episodes. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing, Marvel? I can't wait to see what they, what they do.
1: So I have a few questions and comments based on the first episode that you might be able to answer for me. So these timekeepers at the TVA, have they been in like marvel comic books and stories is it like an existing uh, organization
2: yeah they first entered in like um like in the 70s or something like they don't they've oh, been okay. around for a while like they're okay. they're they are going to be part of like uh the eternals they're like or they do you remember in guardians of the galaxy part 2 where we see this stanley is talking to those guys with like giant heads
1: vaguely yeah
2: yes. like they're they're called the watchers so there's all these like different um omnipresent beings and these time lords or not time lords that's doctor who but the the but these guys timekeepers yeah timekeepers like they're around like they've been in it for they've, they've been in comic books for a little while now
1: okay interesting yeah, I was curious about that and like I don't know if you remember when we were talking about uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier how I was like I wasn't sold on Bucky I wasn't sold on the Falcon as the actors who were portraying them I feel the opposite way with Tom Hiddleston I mm-hmm. always thought he made a good Loki like it's weird to me when I see him with like short hair all spiked up and he's mm-hmm. not doesn't have his black wig on I'm like dude like you're Loki what are you doing
2: <laughs> why don't you just have long hair all the time man What's yeah exactly
1: around?
2: yeah no i agree like the acting of this has been unbelievable like especially when they did thor like chris hemsworth and tom hiddleston were uh virtually unknown actors at the time when they yeah. like, i think chris Hemsworth's biggest acting role uh on screen at that time was doing that first star trek where he plays captain kirk's father and spoiler it yeah fucking destroyed but <laughs> um but like yeah, so the the MCU taking like a real chance on these guys has only paid off, and 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 to the point where the fans just want more Loki. Like clearly, when he go, you see him get taken out in Infinity War, and like that, this is the goodbye we get for Loki. We've seen him yeah. die three other times, all the more epic than the last, and then you just choke him out in scene one of this like two part amazing franchise. This is what we're doing. Like I can't, <laughs> I can't believe you're doing this to us.
1: Yeah, but, it pissed a lot of people off for sure.
2: But like now that we're getting like a whole Loki series, and I think that he's just gonna bust this whole time frame wide open. Um, there's this Easter egg that uh, I saw online, and I think it's so cool. Which because you and I were talking about all the other uh, now we can call them variant Marvel shows. So Deadpool, yeah. uh, sorry, uh, Daredevil. Uh, we can talk uh, uh, Peggy Carter. Uh, Shield, Agents of Shield, like those shows. So yeah. there's a scene where Loki just escapes Owen Wilson he's walking in the hallway, and then one of those time doors open up, and a lady with like a blue pantsuit and like very old school style hair, yeah. who looks a little bit like Peggy Carter, is walking out. Like so, my the theory I was reading on is that that was a supposed to be Peggy Carter. She's now a variant. And all the these series that we saw that weren't part of the MCU are variant series where they just get their time reset and everything changes again.
1: Yeah, that's interesting. I like the concept. I think that, yeah.
2: That. Yeah. So like they're kind of creating like new timelines. Like, yeah, this happened, but it's variant. So like you just imagine like uh, Punisher just being taken by the time police going like, all right, man, well, you weren't supposed to be doing any of this reset. And you're just like fucking all right cool
1: (laughs) yeah it's a really good like way to wash the screen if they want to at any given point and that's like the glory of comics right is that you can just write a new book and tie it in in a great way and make it write another book that explains why you were allowed to do that (laughs) yeah it's
2: uh it's really cool man and what it does is that it gets you to watch like everything that's going on right for like, sure. like, there's, there's certain details of just the Marvel movies that we miss just because we just miss them. For example, yeah, you, you know the scene in Endgame where Wasp comes out, yes, and she has no fucking idea what's going on. She's just been told by a wizard that she needs to show up. Like, we don't have that scene. I would have killed to just see all these like scenes of like all the the uh, Doctor Strange wizard buddies just going up to people, going like, "Listen, shit's hitting the fan. We gotta go." And he goes like, "Who are you?" <laughs> I'm just like, "We're going." Like. So she just shows up and she's like looking around. And then if you look right beside her as, as soon as she gets big, Howard the fucking duck with the gun is showing up to help save the day.
1: Like, yeah, I remember that.
2: Yeah. Howard the duck. Hilarious. There's no reason for that. But yeah, we got him.
1: <laughs> That's so terrible, too. One of like, I love Howard the duck. I love that movie when I was a kid because yeah. I was a kid. But you know, it's a, like a I different Howard
2: the duck now, right? Like it's well, the. Because he's in Guardians of the Galaxy, and then you see him again yeah. in Galaxy. He looks Galaxy.
1: good, I'll say that.
2: Voiced by the incomparable Seth, Seth Green.
1: Yeah, that's too funny. How yeah. do you feel about like? A lot of people have strong opinions on Owen Wilson. Do you like him or do you hate him?
2: Oh, I love him. Um, I love him too. Like he seems like a really cool guy. My sister actually met him in Vancouver one day. Really? And, like at a restaurant, and it was like I don't know if it was like a bachelor ret- wet a uh, bachelor. I'm going to try this one more time. Bachelorette sure. weekend for yeah. one of her friends, and uh, and they were all at a restaurant. She saw him and be like, "Hey, can we get a picture?" And he's like, "Listen, man, I got kids. I really don't want like pictures going out, like whatever." But like, yeah. I'll talk to you. Like, and he talked to him for like a few minutes. And Michelle got to go like Rule 912: Always take pictures with your friends. And then like he laughed, like he was like a really good guy. No, nice. he was really nice about like I can't do the picture. like I just don't do the picture thing. But like, if you want to talk, like we'll talk for like 10 minutes. And he cool he to him. Like I have there isn't an Owen Wilson movie that I haven't enjoyed. Like I really like him in most things. And like when he shows up unexpectedly, like I love it. Like, apparently they're they're like this close to doing a wedding crashers too. And I know that him and Vince Vaughn are also really older now. I don't know what that story would be, huh. but I'm super fucking down to, to yeah, watch that'd be it.
1: Funny. That yeah. movie, like Vince Vaughn's, like he's just got the grease all over him, and it's hard sometimes to watch him. But yeah. that movie just fell upon me one day, and I loved it. Like, and oh, most Owen Wilson movies, I really like. Not gonna lie, he, I'm a fan of his. Yeah, but Taylor, uh, I could go on a list for a long time. Even like some Lovey W ones, High Noon,
2: Shanghai Nights, like the, yeah, the there's a lot.
1: he's, yeah, he's a medium. good actor
2: zoolander like we can go on and on and on about like how great owen wilson is so it's, it's just good to see like I'm, I'm just happy he's in the mcu and i i think that dynamic of him and loki are going to be amazing
1: so his character's name is mobius yeah is this a pre-existing character as well i should know yeah. about
2: yeah he will i don't again i don't know much about like the these comic this particular comic series but yeah. he's he is a, a character that's been in comic books for a while so whenever they had the TVA he's like the Dick Tracy of them like he is okay. like the main cop
1: at first when I heard Mobius I thought Morbius and I was like that can't be right and I yeah. clarified it in my own head and realized they are yeah. two separate characters with two completely separate storylines yeah Owen Wilson is not a vampire okay
2: no, we're good. no he's not oh another thing about Loki I want to talk about is doesn't it bother you that the infinity stones are fucking worthless yeah (laughs) like
1: it it was really funny like a funny scene where they were just like yeah we basically use them as paperweights
2: yeah like i thought that was so like like so sad to me because like all the people that like died to get infinity stones and meanwhile if you just go in casey's desk he's got like triples of a soul stone and (laughs) for fuck's sake so like i saw this meme yeah on like comicbook.com and it's the that like squidward looking guy going no other being has ever had the might nay the nobility to wield not one but two infinity stones and he goes meanwhile casey with 20 plus infinity stones it's just i i'll send it to you apparently i having a background sucks
1: put it in (laughs) front of you i think is the trick we learned last week yeah so that's the nice, yeah. I can the see a picture it, yeah. of
2: the Casey guy just grinning like an idiot, like, What's a fish? I just, <laughs> uh, I, yeah. So, like, it bums me out. Like, uh, Black Widow, Gamora, uh, who else got taken out because of these stones? Technically, Loki, uh, yeah, like, like just all these characters that just went gone, and you're just like, And they don't mean shit cool. <laughs> And I like
1: the idea, though, of the higher level of power is that when you get to that level where they're at, they don't mean shit, you know, and that's life, I guess.
2: And I guess is what's going on for the, the next chapter. This is Marvel's way of going like we're done with those now. This isn't a thing. We're done telling that story. There's no bringing it back. There is a higher power and it's here at the TVA.
1: Yeah, no, it's definitely a good point. Something happened in Edmonton this week.
2: Oh, what happened? And
1: it's kind of like messed up a little bit to me. I, I, you probably didn't hear about it because I didn't even like, I didn't watch the news and see it on there. Maybe they did a report on it. I don't know. But Northlands is shutting down.
2: Really? That's Are what you the, familiar uh, the with Northlands? Center, that's, what, that's what Rexall was, right?
1: Yeah, they were like the organization that ran it. They'd been around since 1879. They started with like doing a farm fair basically, and they were responsible for K-Days and for a lot of events that were hosted in the city over time. And mm. it, it's, I found it really shocking. Like they did the horse races for a long time, and I guess they'd been financially strapped going into the pandemic.
2: Yeah, that and then sense. when the
1: pandemic happened, it just was like completely shut down. So they're gonna have like Explore Edmonton Duke Klondike days now, which will no longer be. It hasn't been K day or Klondike days for a while. It's been K days and other things like that but i guess they're going to revamp it completely going into 2022 now because of the lack of connection to northlands now it was just a surprising thing to me i was i didn't hear about it and was like oh shit that's a big like edmonton organization gone that's
2: yeah super unfortunate um i'm happy the festival is going to stay just under a different name and i always wondered what they were going to do with Rexall because they haven't they haven't done anything yet right they were talking about like a multi-tiered hockey arena for a little while they
1: talked about that yeah and they've done like a few other little things here and there but for the most part it's been a ghost town from what i understand
2: yeah it's one of those things like and it's not like it's easy to get to either right it's true and it's bit, in
1: a bit of a seedy neighborhood as well
2: yeah it's out of the way and it's, <laughs> yeah, yeah no I, I i get i get that
1: so i find it funny now that we've been doing the podcast for a while um, now, by the way
2: this is number 10 we're doing like pat yeah, yourself on the is fucking bike like pat yourself on the back. We we've done, we've been held strong at 10 episodes right now. I'm proud of us.
1: Oh, me too. And like I find it funny, you know, like we you know, we'd hung out a few times and we were kind of getting to know each other, but I'm finding now like I look forward to us recording I miss yeah. you when we don't like, if we record two episodes, if one of us is busy that weekend and I miss like talking to you during that time period. And it's, it's exciting to me. Like,
2: yeah, it's, it, it's like shitty when we don't record. And then like the whole week is like, all right, well, I mean, i sure that I make my time for Sean because I got a, I got this to do and yeah and all that. And then I got text. i like, fuck, I can't do it. Can we do it this time? And you, like the whole time when you can't do it, you're just like, I can't, yeah. I want to, I just can't.
1: No, I know for sure. Like, it's funny. Like, if we have a thing, we're like, hey, we're going to record on this day and then we don't record. It's like, shit, man, I was looking forward to talking to him. Yeah. It's like, it's a cool thing. And I'm I'm grateful. And like, we've talked about it before about like, you know, we didn't know where, know where this would go. And it just started with an idea. Yeah. And I just want to bring that up and say, like, you know, I'm loving doing it. And I'm excited for where we've gotten now and how much better we know each other in these 10 episodes than what we did prior to that. Well, and it's it's pretty cool thing, you know.
2: Well, we're on such a cool level. Like right now, like the audience can't see this, but we'll probably end up showing video clips is that we're both wearing green right now. Like, I think yeah. we're just so on the same fucking wavelength <laughs> that we're just like, all right, now right, I'm feeling green today. And you're just like, Hey man, you're wearing green too. What the yeah. fuck is that all about? <laughs> it's synchronizing.
1: <laughs> yeah. I always like on that point, I just want to talk quickly. I'm going completely out of left field here, but I just something funny. I always call out my workers when two of them wear show up wearing the same colored shirt. Oh, I, I make a too. point. It may be not be first thing in the morning. It might be the end of the day, but I always make a point. I'll walk over to both of them when they're standing together and I'll be like, Hey guys, I'm, I'm a little fucking pissed off you right now. And they both turn. Cause like, I'm not the type of person to get angry like that or yell at people. And they're like, what's up? I'm like, guys, if we're going to do fucking matching shirt day, you think you hit, give me a call. I'd appreciate <laughs> that next time. And, they're just like, and then they look at each other and look down at their pants look at their shirt and realize that they're like wearing matching outfits and then they had no fucking idea they just turned to like what the fuck Sean? like why are you gonna point that out And now I they used, feel awkward around each other for the rest of the day
2: i used to do the same thing like i would have like i have to wear like a uniform at one of my old jobs and everyone wore the exact same thing and like we all looked identical and i would go in one day and i would like pick out like We'd have like a little morning meeting, and before the morning meeting started, we're like, This is embarrassing. We're all wearing the same uniform. We're all wearing the same clothes.
1: <laughs> it's, it's a just, joke. I like good jokes. Yeah, that it's never run it's old. like the
2: little, little dumb thing <laughs> that I just think is really entertaining, and I will just beat a dead horse with it every single time. Yeah, I like to do the exact fucking same thing. That's for sure. <laughs> so that's like the cool thing about doing this thing is that we're seeing our like, differences but most of our similarities like we are on the same wavelength for like a bunch of stuff which is oh yeah
1: there's a few like major differences and like the upbringing that we both had was fucking completely different Mm-hmm. Which is, like, makes for some interesting conversations that we're able to, sh- like, share shit with each other and be like, yeah, yo, man, this is what fucking happened. So, no, oh, it's pretty exciting.
2: Yeah, I do so- find myself preparing a little bit less and less for the show, too. Because I'm like, I can't wait to talk to Sean. We're just going to shoot this <laughs> for a while. <laughs> pretty much. And somehow turn this into a show. Like, so there's some stuff that's, like, scheduled. Like, we did talk about, like, we made to make sure we watched Loki beforehand and all that yeah. stuff. Like, there's nothing, like, really to prepare now i can't wait to like come in and talk to you and just see where the conversation goes
1: yeah exactly that's the fun part about shooting the shit mm-hmm. i like that part of it so um a little bit back into what i was saying about like the podcast and how it's fun looking forward to talking and all the shit so the pandemic has like affected a lot of people's relationships you know mm-hmm. some people have grown closer some people have grown further apart and i'm going to lead this a little bit early into sean recommends And then we'll talk about what we recommended to each other last week and make sure that we both did our homework.
2: (laughs) Um, So
1: basically my recommend this week is I want you to reach out to someone that you haven't talked to in at least over a year and just tell them how you feel about them. Be kind. That's my fucking recommendation. It doesn't have to be any like anything too heavy. Just be like, Hey man, was thinking about you today and the reason you're thinking about them is because i'm recommending it to you maybe you're in contact with every single human and this isn't a thing for you and you would be like sorry man can't do it but
2: um well like i can tell you like last night i like i just bumped into a guy like i hadn't seen in years ended up joining our table for a few hours like it wasn't like it wasn't like anything crazy it was just yeah but it was just that it was like hey man it's good to see you and then like how about you come and have a seat with us for like a little bit. And he came and like sat down for like an hour and a half or something like that. I don't know how long it was, but he, like he stayed until it was time for him to go home and we we're like fucking right on. And we didn't like stay much longer than like he did, but still like it was a good time.
1: Nice. Well, you know how life gets I feel gets like busy. already
2: preemptively done my homework here. Like No, I no, no. That
1: is- <laughs> so like we sometimes, you know, life gets busy. We move, we fucking move on from that group of friends. All, all kinds of shit happens. Yeah. But- it, it's a really cool thing sometimes when you can you don't realize the impact you'll have on someone's day the person might read your message and be like oh fuck him but they might not <laughs> yeah. you know what i mean they might not they might be like shit it was really nice to hear from him doesn't yeah. have to be like a major role player in your life or anything i just i thought it would be a fun recommend of like spread a little bit of kindness
2: oh, fuck it, all right well I'll, I'll i'll go through the list and see uh who the lucky winner will be
1: Sounds good. Yeah. All right. I thought it'd be a fun recommend. So, anyways, Hootie and the Blowfish. So the album you recommended to me, yeah, I had listened to it already. Definitely. Like, I think my dad owned it on tape. I just didn't remember the album name. So when I started playing it on iTunes, I was like, oh fuck, I know all these songs, and it was familiar to me, but unfamiliar to me. So I had known
2: it. Such a top to bottom great album. Like there isn't a bad song, and you like you'll find yourself just. Head bob and moving around, maybe driving a little bit faster than you should on the uh, in the <laughs> yeah, car. Yeah, it's got a
1: pretty, it's got a pretty good beat to it. I, I listened to it while I was building shit. Yeah, and I found like I'm my ears aren't dialed in to hear Hootie fully, so mm-hmm. there was like a lot of parts where I'm like, what the fuck did he just say? I had to like kind of go back a little bit or replay a song because I was like, I don't, I don't understand what the fuck he's saying right now. I don't know if you remember that from like when you were a kid. It yeah. was really, really hard to hear metal to hear Mm -hmm. rap like i couldn't fucking hear what they were saying it's a funny thing about music like sometimes you need the repetition or you need the right ear to be able to or you just
2: need the lyrics in front of you so you can be like oh okay i get it like yeah exactly but
1: it's funny how like that it's hard sometimes like not that he didn't enunciate good or anything it just i had a hard time hearing some of what he was saying
2: yeah Uh, honestly one of like the greatest memories like just growing up is like my dad would like play only want to be with you on repeat like we fucking love this song in that house and like all like hooting the blowfish is just an unbelievable band uh darius rucker is doing just fine on his own right now doing this country thing like if you hear a few of his like tracks he's killing it but man the hooting the blowfish unreal band i was listening to a podcast with darius rucker and he explained like where the name of the band came from and it yeah. was just a bunch of college guys and he had one friend uh, who he called hootie and he had another friend who he called the blowfish like these were just nicknames of people and then they were just like well what are you doing there Darius? so well, i'm just hanging out with hootie and the blowfish and they're just like well that's our bad name that's awesome <laughs> like the band switch to all right we're hootie and the blowfish it's amazing
1: well well you made me think of something here do you have a nickname like do people call you something or do you like nicknames or do you give other people nicknames
2: I'll give other people nicknames. Like I'll just have fun with it and stuff like that. Like it'll yeah. change or overlap over time. Uh, nicknames for me, it never really happened. Like I'll get Tom, like I, what I get often is I get Tom sides. Like I get full named a lot. Do you get, do you get that? Do people go up? I too, do like, get, Sean's well, happening.
1: I do actually get that sometimes, but I've never been one to be given a nickname either, yeah. which is like good, I guess, you know?
2: Yeah. Like I had a few, like when I was like a kid and like in hockey, like, uh, I was in, like, a hockey camp, and then, like, they would put, like, just so they would remember your names, they would put a piece of tape, white tape on your helmet and write, like, your name. But, like, right. for me, they, they would write, like, Mr. T or The Tominator or, like, nice some, like dumb stuff like that, which I love. Like, the there's no better, like, feeling than getting, like, a cool nickname. It's awesome when it sticks. Or, like, you yeah. call someone by a particular thing. Like, I, I know a guy, we would only call him by his last name. And uh, I remember we were hanging out in the kitchen and a uh, buddy's dad was there and someone called him by his first name. And he was, and we were just like, and his first name's Jeremy Jeremy. Like, who the fuck is Jeremy? And he's just, <laughs> that's me. Like it's, it's my first name. <laughs> like, I definitely have no an idea.
1: I've experienced that too with friends who like, whether it was a nickname or their last name, I, I couldn't fucking tell you their name for the life of me, but I remember his nickname, right? And then years go by and you see them again and they're only going by their name because they've, like, shed all of the people that called them the nickname. Yeah. And you're just like, this is too fucking weird for me. I don't think we can know each other anymore. <laughs>
2: <laughs> like, I I used to know a guy who, like, back in the days of MySpace, his, like, name was, like, they call me Scott Mike. And, like, to this day, if I ever see him, I'm like, Scott Mike, was happening? to the point where like he's so over it because like yeah you get it i fucked up when i was really into ska and i had people <laughs> call me ska mike and yeah it's just mike now yeah whatever ska mike it's good to see you man like <laughs> like what's happening ska mike
1: that's definitely funny and i like that
2: <laughs> i also think like as adults so you just like no, 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 no. You're forever Scott Mike to me. I don't give a shit. I'd yeah. be like 85 seeing this guy and old folks. I'm going Scott Mike, pass the pool. <laughs> it's definitely
1: fun to give people nicknames like that. Yeah, yeah, man. That's uh, that's all I got on that topic. So let's get back <laughs> right back into what did you think of the Bob Dylan album? Did you get a chance to listen to that there, good sir?
2: I got about six tracks deep. Um, wasn't oh. due to like uh, oh not enjoying it wasn't due just i was listening to it and <laughs> i had to go do a thing and then i had to continue doing things and forgot to get back to it i apologize okay, that happens yeah i'm super
1: um, forgiving of people who sometimes forget to do their homework or don't complete their homework totally understanding
2: no but i again it's because it's mostly you that does this but um <laughs> <laughs> uh, no but i got up to uh only a pawn in their game and you know what so far on un- uh, like just an unbelievable album like you were spot on like this is one of bob dylan's like best work and there's a reason why like the song times they are changing is as legendary as it is and then it's a yeah. the self-titled album like i've been listening uh like again like i only listen to first six tracks but like there's some good like you're getting some classic bob dylan there
1: I really enjoyed, uh, I think it's song num- track number three. I can speak to you about that, uh, God,
2: God on, their on their side with God.
1: God. Yeah. That's a solid fucking song. That was one of the, like the first ones that got me because I, you know, as a kid, I wasn't religious in any fucking way whatsoever. And then I heard like a major musician who I was already into saying about that exact thing that, you know, well, is it, you know, is it, uh, 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 and I was just like, shit, that's some pretty powerful shit it it struck me i i like it less now that i'm not that i like it less but it's not my favorite song on that album Mm -hmm. by far i think i always go back to nine and ten which you still have yet to hear only upon in their game fucking fantastic too there's just so many like musically stylistic differences from song to song but it all has the same kind of like darker depressing undertone to it in ways
2: yeah Um, i love like sorry yeah continue no no i just Again, it was like like there was no need to hit a skip button. Like it was easy listening, and I was listening to it while like folding folding laundry and stuff. Like nice. it wasn't. A, no, it wasn't like it wasn't matter. Like I'm already a Bob Dylan fan, so it's not like I'm discovering anything new. I'm just just this, this deep going deeper on a subject I'm already enjoying. So I thought that was that's pretty-
1: what I that's what I love about Dylan. Sometimes is there's so much like content, and there's so much different sides of him that you can kind of discover. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know, it just always strikes me like when you just say a song title, all the lyrics come rushing back to me like it's just so much fun to like know an artist like him, like him being one of my favorites. Yeah, I've gotten to know different sides of him throughout the years, because when you have a career spanning from the 60s to the 2020s, it's a lot of content, right?
2: yeah no exactly and then like to get yourself recognized with a guy like Jimi hendrix as well because all along the watchtower is originally a bob dylan song yeah and like i don't want to say that Jimi hendrix perfected it but fuck did he do a good job of it it's one For of those sure. rare occasions where the cover is a little bit better than it challenges the yeah yeah so there's a good like there's a debate to be had there it's unreal And, like, you can go Bob Dylan anywhere. Like, even when he was with the Traveling Wilburys. That is a great, like, super group band right there. Hell, yeah. End of the line. Love that. Yeah, so... Like, it's a spot-on recommendation. I like this, like, album recommendations because you can do, like, a lot of things with, like, music. Because I was debating the whole time when I was giving, like, the Hootie and the Blowfish. I was like, do I give them AM by the Arctic Monkeys? Do I give them Kid Cudi, Man of the Moon Part 1? Like, what do I give them? Like, and I just went, you yeah. know what? I've been listening to Hootie and the Blowfish on repeat for, like, a little while now. So, like, let's step into the world I'm living in right now. I fucking love this album so much. For sure. Give them this one. And I, I I just assume that it's kind of like what you did with me of just like all right well I know you like Bob Dylan you grew up in the house of Chris Side so you must enjoy some Bob Dylan yeah and then yeah it, it was just a cool thing like and then like to have like a Bob Dylan episode like if we had Sparky on this we would be so educated
0: because I yeah, think that'd be him, fun like, to six have.
2: seven times uh you know he's he plays the harmonica as well like and like like i'm not sure like i wouldn't go out and say they're on the same fucking level of uh, harmonica playing but i think we would be in for a nice little education when it came to bob dylan
1: that'd be fun i can tell you one cool fact about dylan while we're on the topic that's one of my favorite cool facts about dylan yeah the beatles smoked weed because of bob dylan it's a pretty well-known fact yeah yeah but it's just funny that he was the guy to be like and then, like the white album came out.
2: Was it weed though? I thought it was LSD. Like the story kind of. I know that. Ways.
1: I don't know if he gave him gave him LSD as well, but I can speak to the fact that he smoked weed. He introduced him to marijuana.
2: Okay, Well, that's fine by me. Like, a, you know what? Someone had to, right?
1: Yeah. Oh yeah.
2: Oh yeah. So oh, if it wasn't yeah. him. It was probably gonna be like Willie Nelson or some shit.
1: This <laughs> makes me think like. I've been meaning to tell you this story for a little bit now because it's mm-hmm. dangerous. And it's like a public service announcement to all of the people out in this kind world that are going to listen to this podcast. Mm-hmm. So I had dabbled in smoking pot throughout the years and I had get, tried.
2: Get right out of Dodge. No way.
1: I know. It's a little fucking crazy to think.
2: You and the devil's edi- lettuce.
1: Edibles. Like I had I tried edibles a few times here and there, you know, cakes and so, it never really had much of an effect on me. Mm hmm. And then, you know, you try to push the envelope a little bit. It's like if you have a beer, you have another beer because you want see what, to see what comes next. Edibles yeah. is, was kind of the same thing for me. So I, with two of my close people, decided it would be a good idea to make 3,000 milligram
2: brownies. That's a lot of milligrams.
1: That's a, like usually the packs you buy from the store are 10, 20. I've even Fine. seen 120
2: what's that i like i tried these like gummies once and they were just like five milligram gummies and yeah i did four of those and it ruined my fucking day but (laughs) three thousand milligrams seems like so much
1: so we learned it was too much yes okay (laughs) (laughs) so we made this like fucking plate of brownies and we were like you know we cut it into a third I, this was a couple of years ago. I still have not eaten a brownie since I think I'm probably done with brown. They were like the one, almost like a cake where, that I could tolerate if it was a heavy, thick enough fucking brownie. Now, <laughs> now that's added to the cake list where I'm like, no, nah, I'm fucking good. I don't want that yeah. shit. All so right. like, we're sitting there it's, uh, like a half an hour goes by and starts kicking in a little bit. And I'm like, all of a sudden I realize I'm like, oh man, my fucking tongue is swelling up. So I'm like <laughs> moving my tongue up to the roof of my mouth down to the left cheek, to the right cheek. I'm like, Oh man, like I'm not going to be able to breathe soon. Oh fuck. Like my tongue is I'm like focusing on, I'm like, I can't tell the others because if I tell the others, they're going to think I'm fucking tripping the hell out. So I can't say shit. I'm just going to say here, but I was like obsessing. Like we-, we had a movie on or something on the TV. I don't even fucking remember. Cause I was really fucked up. So I keep moving my tongue around and I'm like, Oh shit. Oh shit. Oh, shit. I'm going to be, able- I'm not going to be able to breathe soon. So then I'm like, oh, fuck, did I just breathe? Fuck, I didn't breathe. So I can't breathe. Take a breath. (gasps) Okay, take another breath. And then I'm like, so fucked up that I'm reminding myself to breathe because I'm afraid that I'm not going to fucking continue to breathe. This is how and like, I'm experienced when it comes to smoking pot. I don't fucking green out. I just smoke a joint and relax edibles is a whole fucking different ballgame you need to remind yourself to breathe that is not something that's normal so like my public service announcement is if you've never smoked it and don't like i've heard people say well i've never smoked it but like i want to eat it just because i feel like i don't want to put smoke in my lungs and like it might be bad for me and stuff like that trust me when i fucking say this smoking it and eating it are two goddamn different things like uh, yes, in fairness, it was three milli- three thousand milligram brownies, so probably didn't need to go that hardcore. But yeah. are you gonna like dip your toe in the water? You're gonna jump in, right? Go bigger, go <laughs> yeah, <home>. I guess. <laughs> I learned now Sean doesn't like edibles anymore. Yeah, I've tried them a few times since, just the gummies, and yeah. it fucks me up. Like I, I cannot tolerate that shit anymore. Just saying that's my story. <laughs>
2: man yeah no the gummies are like edibles are a different sport altogether like i used to smoke weed like a little bit like in my early 20s and then stopped and then a buddy of mine gave me some gummies to try out rather recently and uh i had to go get my paycheck and i took the gummies right i'm like fuck it i used to like smoke weed a little bit and then go on a little drive like this is going to be fine like like this like and i know you shouldn't be doing this like uh, I, I, I get it please save me your negative tweets or (laughs) comments like i i I know like i shouldn't have done this but i did it anyway and um and i go to pick up my paycheck and i work for a buddy of mine and i get there and it's like a day off like i'm not expecting him to be there and there he is and that's when they decide to fucking hit me i've just like he's like hey man i'm like fucking hi (laughs) just, <laughs> and here he is like talking to me and I'm just like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. And I'm able to carry the conversation, but like what's going on outside does not reflect the in, like the interior panic of just like, I am not ready to talk to another <laughs> person right now. I did not expect to see you here. I thought I was just going to be here, pick something up, be on my merry way. And no, I am not prepared for this. But like I served, like I got through it and it was fine, but it was just like, In that moment of just, like, I'm not even prepared to deal with this. (laughs) And, like, now, like, when I tell like, I told him, like, what happened that day? And he goes, like, "Uh, I wasn't there. I go, don't fuck with me. I hate Don't do this to me. You were there. We talked. Like, we spoke for, like, 25 minutes. He goes, I don't know what you're talking about. I wasn't there. I go, dude, I was I talking to a ghost? Was I? You were? No. You were there. Stop doing this to me. Because, like, now, like, I was inebriated. Like, like. No, he was there. Like he was talking.
1: You have to-, to question it a little, and that's the fucked up part about edibles. Is yeah. man, it, it gets real, real quick.
2: Yeah, it gets so brutal. And I was just, well, that was a fun thing to do once, and like I'm just fine. Like I just, I really don't like ever do it anymore. Like it's just, yeah, I don't know. It's just not my thing, really. It was a thing to do once, and whatever, it is what it is. But fucking a, that was a bit of a an ordeal.
1: Yeah, it sure can be. i like the one time that I did it since then, I went to a buddy's house. We were playing board games. Yeah. And I we ate just well, there was cookies there that a buddy had made, and he was like, just eat one cookie, that'll be fine. So me and good friend said, Well, we better eat eat two cookies then just to be safe. Mm-hmm. I only needed one cookie. I probably should have taken a quarter of a cookie. I we were playing video games. I got up and was like, hey, I need to go outside and smoke a cigarette. And they're like, dude, we just started playing the game. We just had a smoke. And I'm like, no, you don't understand. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm really fucked up right now. And if I don't go try to ground myself by at least having a smoke, I, I'm fucked. Like you don't understand. Yeah, so dude. I go out to the garage, I fucking put my head between my knees. And I was like, messed up like the, the two buddies came out to the garage to be like, G okay, let's go. Let's fucking play, man. They come out and they're like, what's wrong with you? And I'm like, I shouldn't have eaten those fucking edibles, dude. I'm really fucked. And Matt, they laughed and laughed because they never seen me fucked up like that. It's no like they've seen me drink till eight, nine o'clock in the morning from one o'clock in the afternoon the night before. And it's never an issue. But then I eat two little pathetic cookies. And Crystal, no word of a lie, had to help me to the car, I I put my arm around her and she like walked me out to the car and put me in the car and I fell asleep in the car on the way home and it was around Halloween I remember because she got me in the house and laid me on the couch. Yeah. And I was like, I heard her go to get like a candy from the candy dish, and I'm like, Crystal, <laughs> Crystal, I need fucking skittles. I was <laughs> like, so fucking dry, throw me some skittles. And she's just like, your like dry done.
2: throat. The only answer to that is skittles.
1: Yeah, well, <laughs> she, that's I how you get lockjaw
2: and dry throat.
1: <laughs> I knew they were in the fucking candy bowl, so that's what my mind went to right away. And she's just like, at this point, she's just like, you're fucking ridiculous. It's just a couple edibles. So she whipped the fucking skittles bag at me and it hit me in the chest as i was laying on the couch like oh thank you i like slowly sat up and started putting one skittle in my mouth at a time and it was like immediately alleviating that
2: fucking horrible dry mouth man you're so lucky you're marrying her because she (laughs) tolerates so much she has had like from what you've told me in the podcast so far like six occasions of what, like, you know what? I should probably leave him. He's a bit of a mess. but no, she stands by your side and helps you through whatever dumb thing you're going through. Like that woman deserves a parade.
1: it was it was pretty fucking funny. and then I, and then like the funny part to me too was like, I was like, hey, like, you know, it's been ten minutes. I've been laying on the couch. like we can still enjoy our evening. And I'm like, I like sit up and I'm like, man, like I was fucked up. I was like, sorry about that. I just need like 10, 15 minutes. And she looks at me and she's like, you've been fucking on the couch for two and a half hours. I had no idea. I thought
2: it had been ten minutes. It a- fucking a- <laughs> plus- does that sometimes, hey? Eh? Like I remember, like when Shit. I uh, when I used to smoke weed in my uh, and I would take the dogs out and I would let the dogs like j- like I'd be stoned and I just let them sniff sniff whatever they wanted to sniff. But I could have been standing there for ten minutes or an hour. <laughs> and I had no idea. Like That's I just awesome. I have no idea how long I've been here for. I've just been standing in one spot for just a long time. Like it's the, to the point where like the dogs are like, we well, can go now. That's awesome.
1: On this subject, I'm going to make a sweeping declaration. I, Sean Sides, will no longer do edibles until they are offered to me for free. Because <laughs> <laughs> who am I kidding? If someone's like, "You want some candy? I'm probably going to be like, that's "Yeah, yeah give me some right of that there. Candy. Yeah, that's a nice little caveat.
2: <laughs> I just say no, thank you nowadays. Like, it's really like yeah. not hard of just like, I don't like I just have no desire for it. Like I'll have a few drinks with some buddies and all that stuff and I'll have a good time. But like, I don't know. I like, I have friends that more like to smoke weed than they do drink. And honestly, whatever floats your boat. I, yeah, I, I like to stop me from hanging out with you
1: it's fun to dibble dabble in different ways. And I like you I'm, for most things. I'm really good at saying, fuck, you No, I'm good or not even like that hostile, like not with that much hostility.
2: Yeah, you just, just say, no, thank you. You don't have yeah, to, just be like, no, thanks, hey, would man. you like some uh, marijuana? Go fuck yourself. You if get I, fuck away from me. You and your drugs. <laughs> like one of if those. I'm like, out uh, with
1: anyone in my circle though, Thomas, you don't understand. <laughs> They're like, I'm like, no, no, thanks. I'm good. Yeah. They're like, Hey, you little bitch, you're going to fucking put it in your mouth and you're going to like it. And I'm like, no, like, dude, I'm seriously, I'm okay. So sometimes I lead with hostility just because I know what's coming. Cause it's always the same. <laughs> There's never another way to go. It's always the exact same fucking thing. Sean's like nice, you know, professional, you know, guys, like, I think I'm good tonight. Yeah. I get like, depending on how many, but there can be like up to 10 of my friends in the room, all fucking 10 heads swivel directly at me with burning eyes, like Superman shooting lasers. Yeah. Are you being a bitch, Sean? Are you being a little bitch right now? See, and it's that hard.
2: Should, that shit never works on me. I fucking hate it when people do that. Like, it, like if I'm saying no, thank you. There's a reason for the no, thank you. And I, you'll yeah. get, you'll get polite, Thomas, twice, because I understand you want me to be part of it, and I get that. Yeah. You know, so, like, I remember once I was having like drinks and some guys pouring shots, and like this guy was a bit of a, I'm not his biggest fan. Anyway, yeah. He goes, uh, Tommy, want a shot? No, thank you. Come on, Tom, let's do a shot. No, thank you. I understand. You don't be a bitch. You "You fucking piece of shit. I said, no, thank you. Are you fucking dunce? Did you like, did you fall down? Like, what happened? Do you not understand the terms? No, thank you. Like, how are you with women? Are you this kind of asshole with women too? you? Persistent fuck. Like, I just tore into him. And I just like, and like, like, it was a bit uncalled for. But also, like, I just don't like it when I go, no, thank you. And we like, we can just move on knows no hostility everything's fine but the moment you start going like what you're gonna pussy out like go fuck yourself i have nothing to prove to you or anybody just take a hike like i get when
1: it's like someone like that where you're not necessarily close with them to begin with but when it's like your best friend or your brother yeah it's it's... harder to say no and they don't take no and like you can't scold them like that and make there's like yeah
2: there's friends that can like you kind of loosen the, the rope a little bit with or like they get away with them because they're them. Right.
1: For sure. But also you can be harsher with them sometimes to get the result that you need as well.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. So, I mean, it works both ways, but, but like for the most part, like if you and I are acquaintances at best and you try yeah. and pull that stun on me, like I will tear into you.
1: Oh yeah. Me too. And I'm like the exact same way too. If it's someone like there's a bit of contention with at all, and they try to pull that shit that I'm going to get personal and it's going to be nasty. You know what I mean? Like we can wordsmith with the best of them. So it's not a good idea to start that shit.
2: Yeah. It's a little bewildering at times when people just don't understand. Like, no, thank you.
1: Yeah, exactly.
2: Uh, what's that behind you right now? Is it you rocking a boomerang?
1: Oh, yeah. That's my authentic Australian boomerang from Queensland. I found it at a garage sale a couple okay. years back. No big deal.
2: Can you use it? Oh, yeah. You know how to do like boomerang and have it come back?
1: Yeah. Only when people try to peer pressure me into things I don't want to do.
2: No, oh, but you actually like, you can go to like, no, Park no, just...
1: it's got like a, a fracture line on it. And I'm too afraid to throw it because I don't want to break it. So I've never actually thrown it. It's more of a display boomerang or okay. like an emergency boomerang. If I, someone needed to be boomeranged and that's why I have it there. Like it's like a break glass in case of emergency, but with a boomerang that might break when I whip it at someone.
2: <laughs> you don't hear about that too often. The display boomerang. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> This is like, no, no, this this is boomerangs for display. And this one, this one's for kangaroo hunting. But no, no don't differentiate between the two. <laughs> I'd like to have my display boomerang for visual purposes only. I want you to know I own one. And I'm going to pretend like I know how to use it. So... Precisely. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> I mean, I can throw a mean Frisbee and a mean
1: disc. So I'm assuming... That I can throw a boomerang pretty fucking talentedly as I, well.
2: Dude, it is old technique, and I'm pretty sure you do not have it.
1: Hard to say. You'd be surprised.
2: It's not a thing that you can just pick up and be good at, I don't think. I, I don't like wanna when... I don't wanna shit on like your hopes and dreams, and like I don't mean to like <laughs> belittle you or anything. That's not the goal here. I'm just thinking my thought process is I think you you think it's a lot easier than it actually is.
1: I just anyone I don't think throw it's it. easy. I just think that I'm that talented.
2: Yeah. See, now you need to be taken down a peg like that's, <laughs> <it's not> something <laughs> You're just good at.
1: So what needs to happen now clearly is you need when to go- you're out West. We're going to buy a couple fucking boomerangs and we're going mm-hmm. to throw them boomerangs and we're going to see if Shauna can throw a boomerang. Is that your Australian accent? Cause it's a, no, <laughs> that was like a Southern. like yeah, this what I was going to say like- Kentucky whiskey accent. <laughs>
2: I know like they're a Southern nation, but man, that is not yeah. how it's done.
1: I go South for South sometimes.
2: Yeah. You no, know, I,
1: I would be like, Hey, we're going to throw some balloons. I, or <laughs> not balloons, but boomerangs. I, went balloons. <laughs> I was so exci- I was so excited on the spot. We're going to go throw balloons now instead of, uh, fucking, you know what? You, I'll be good at that.
2: You see some characters out and about in Edmonton. Sometimes I remember just like, go- I, I love going to, um, what's the parliament there? yeah and just like chill on the ground beautiful park and i would just go there and like read books in the summer and i would go up and down those fucking stairs all the time that was like my version of like exercise i would go up and down them like six times and just yeah wet buckets and then chill read my book bring like four bottles of water and like the novel i was reading in a backpack and I'd just like carry them like luke and yoda and empire strikes back just going up and down the i've stairs. seen
1: a lot of girls running the stairs and then reading their books afterwards it's often like a yeah. common thing you see down there
2: Well, one thing you don't commonly see and what I saw one day is just some dude just messing around with a whip, just having a time, like, just like a lion tamer. And it was like a long one, like longer than Indiana Jones. Like, this wasn't for sex play. This was for skill. Like, this was something like, like, and when when I see someone like that, I go, that guy's ballsy. And there's probably something wrong with him upstairs a little bit because to just. have the confidence for you to play with a whip out in public and think that's okay. Like there's, you gotta, you have a have a screw screw one or one or two screws loose for sure. Can I
1: ask like a follow-up question in regards to this man with the whip? Yeah. Did he have a hat on? Uh, was he pretty tall? Was he a pretty big dude with probably a backpack and just wondering?
2: Uh, no, I don't think so. I think it was like an average height, thin build
1: okay it's you not had like guy, one then. of those like i know a whip guy that's why i ask it's not the same guy we're good okay. i got yeah. a whip guy
2: you got a whip guy of course man you got a whip guy.
1: have you ever cracked made a sonic boom with a whip have you ever experienced that i don't know if
2: i ever made the sonic boom but i had made it fucking snap like yeah that.
1: that's yeah. that's it's their brother-in-law
2: man. had a whip and I, I didn't ask what he used it for but you can actually assume what it was for yeah and of course, he sexual stuff, busted yeah. it out and like I like taught me how to use it. And with the whole like wrist flick and all that yeah. stuff. Like it was, it was, it was just something I did once. Like I, I gave it the old college try, man.
1: I respect the whip and I fear the whip. Yeah. Like when you feel the power of that cracking and like, Holy shit. Like a whip is not to be fucked with. Like if I'm out somewhere and somebody pulls a whip on me instead of a knife, I'm going to be more fucking afraid of the whip than I am oh. going to be of the knife.
2: Especially like that scene in like, uh, I don't know, Pirates of the Caribbean or like Roots or like whenever, like give them 15, like, like, like you see, like, the, the punishment for just that's
1: disgusting. Yeah. The yeah, thought yeah. that you, one human could do that to another ever in any circumstance is so yeah. fucked to me. Or an animal, like, I get it. You know, if you're herding cattle and shit, you have to like give them a tap to make them to go. Like, I don't know how that shit works, but it's all I know for like sure a fine is fine
2: line between what's acceptable and what's excess, excessive, right?
1: Yeah. Whips aren't cool. I'm not into yeah. that shit.
2: You you just had a whole segment about how you like respect whips, but yeah,
1: yeah, I do respect <laughs> the whip, but I also fear the whip. Yes, and like one of my buddies, he he's like Indiana Jones, Inspector Gadget, however you want to call him, yeah. but he carries a whip sometimes with him when he's out hunting because he's encountered bears and yeah. he encountered a grizzly that was like eight feet away from him walking in the same like straight line he was walking, he heard branches crunching next to him, and kind of turned and was like, oh shit, that's a bear. And he just took his whip calmly off his hip and fucking cracked in the air. And the bear went off running. And just how he lives his life. No big deal.
2: But that's my whip guy. See, that's actually kind of cool. Cause so then you're using it for like safety. And it's just like, you don't wanna hurt the animal. You wanna scare him away, right? Exactly. And that, yeah, that's fucking, oh, I, that I can get behind. That's fucking dope.
1: He doesn't wanna like mace a bear. You know what I mean? Because like that's fucking harsh and it like it can't relieve its suffering and its pain. Yeah. If he cracks the whip and it like if it came at him at that point, then he's probably going to crack the w- bear with the whip if he needed to or whatever. You know what I mean? But he doesn't want to hurt it. And I, I,
2: I actually have a bear mace story. Do you? I yeah. Like so when I was in Labrador, um, we had a thing of bear mace like in the house for emergencies So like Labrador, like bears are around so like it's just a safety precaution. Yeah. So me and the guy I shared a room with named Tom, we were just going down to the store to go like I don't know, pick up candy or something like there was nothing to fucking do. So we just went we're going for a walk. The moment we walk out the door, we get about like 10 steps out the door, we see everyone else that lives in the house is just coming out coughing just <laughs> just like covering <laughs> their eyes and all. That. Now, there was a guy who lived with us and he lack of a better word he was special he wasn't the brightest bulb in the book like he was yeah. like he wasn't really good guy just wasn't playing with a full deck of cards like like talking to him was really fucking painful cuz he just didn't understand like he just didn't understand it's a poor thing but it, like it's just what it was yeah I, mean, I don't know how people thought he did this on purpose there was no way he did this on purpose people thought he just did it cuz fuck everybody else and then no i i wasn't there but yeah. i am willing to bet the house that this guy just did it cuz he didn't know what it would do and he just was fascinated and yeah i don't think it was any bad intention so he ends up setting off the bear the bear maze and he's just and everyone comes out we had like to open up all the windows and all that and the house wasn't good to like get back into for like a few days but the best part of the best part about all of this is that me and my buddy we dodged it like a fucking bullet like it was just we didn't that's suffer nice. at all and we just <laughs> saw everyone else just like just <laughs> having a that's what time.
1: we call the right place at the right time
2: <laughs> oh like the poor bastard too like this guy like i hope he's doing well and whatever he's doing like he ended up getting kicked out of the program but oh, shit. i don't think it was a right fit for him because again yeah. he wasn't like I don't think like, I just, I think he had a few disabilities mentally and he just, you know, it's a, again, like the best way to describe him, he had like a million dollar heart and a nickel fucking head and it was just all that. But like, we tried That's to tough. teach him poker one time and it was just the most infuriating thing <laughs> I've ever heard. And, and then like, it was just a few, like a few things where like, it's unfortunate. Like, I don't like speaking Poor about somebody. So, like yeah. again, the guy was a good guy. And I don't think he did what like I think that was an accident, but I do think it was because he wasn't playing with a full deck of cards.
1: Yeah, that's so, fair. Yeah. We've all met them in our lives. Good people yeah. that just aren't and yeah, the sharpest hap- pencil in the box.
2: Yeah, it happens to the best of us, right? I even have yeah. I, I have fucking moments where I'm like not playing to full capacity. <laughs> Me too,
1: unfortunately.
2: Yeah. And just like, you're just like, fuck, I'm having one of these days where I am not my best.
1: (laughs) I have like moments like that. A good one. I had like a a month ago, maybe I was getting the lawnmower set up to cut the grass and I fill it up with a gas can. And then I tried to screw on the yellow spout and the cap onto the lawnmower instead of back onto the thing. And like, I, it was just like a moment where I was like, what the fuck are you doing? And of course, Crystal was watching me. And she's oh. like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm like, oh, nothing. I was just I was just curious if this cap would screw on here or not. No, nothing. I like, just played it off. She's well, like, I hope
2: she called you out on that. Oh, yeah. She along. was
1: like, you're full of shit. You just tried to put the wrong cap on. I was like, yeah, sorry. I was rushing. I, like, my mind was blank for a second. I, blah, 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 blah.
2: No, no, that happened. And then, like, that's how, like, accidents, like, like, you work in an industry where accidents happen. That's how those things happen. Like, we as people are so imperfect, right? we we yeah. got so many flaws like anything could make a day go worse like you didn't get a full night's rest or uh, 100 you you just had an argument with your partner and then had to go to work and so like you're just not mentally there that day like anything that's wrong like if you and like you live in you work in these conditions of like we gotta be on it like we gotta be having a good day here like we got we can't just you can't phone it you can't have a bad day at work unfortunately no and it's true
1: like you know, there's a million, I always, my dad always called it law of averages. And I call it the same thing. Now, if you fire a nail gun a million times, the law of average states, one time you're going to shoot yourself. Maybe for yeah. some people it's one in a hundred, maybe for yeah. some people it's one in a billion, but yeah. there's still going to be a one. <laughs> I,
2: like I, When I was debating moving back to Edmonton, like I, I I was asking you if I could like, like work for you. like I, And, but then I had the fear of one. I'm gonna fucking shoot myself I'm gonna be like, <laughs> like like I and I just like I know it like I have had fuck ups at work some my fault some weren't like but like they happen and they happen like and I happen to be involved and I'm just like oh, of course of course it happened to fucking me like like who are you kidding of course who else is it gonna happen to of course it's happening to me like the amount of stories I have about shit that just went awry just because I exist like it doesn't like it's just unfortunate to tell you the truth
1: I'd keep you safe. Don't worry. I wouldn't let nothing happen to my baby cousin.
2: Baby cousin. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Appreciate it. Yeah. No worries.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, Like I just like, no, like I, I remember once uh, when I was working for a very popular uh, mail distribution company and uh, we had like our cans full of packages, but we, we have to do them in a specific order because certain cans are going to certain places and all that stuff. Yeah. And the wrong train of cans came in. So, one guy took the one we just emptied out. Uh, someone else brought the new one in. I realized that it was the wrong one. So, I went to go take it out. But the guy that took out the original train decided it would be really helpful that it, he would close the door. Didn't seem that I was coming through. So, by like the third can got through the door, the door started closing and just like I had no idea. And I just mangled this fucking door and i'm pissed because i'm like of course this fucking happened while i'm driving the fucking thing there's no way i could have known that the door was closing the door and then like there's supposed to be a thing that prevents the door from closing when something's going through it it's like a safety feature yeah apparently that was off that day someone turned it off that day and we just had to deal with this fucking issue and that's what happened like trying to explain this thing and be like Like, listen, there was no way I could have known that the door was closing. Like, again, you look like where it hit. Like, there was no way I could have avoided that accident. And the other guy didn't see me coming out because he's like, there's a wall between us. He had no idea. He thought he was just helping out. He didn't know the wrong train came in. Yeah. It was just a freak accident. And these freak accidents happen all the time for some reason around me. And I don't get it. That's awesome. (laughs) Yeah,
1: It means you're a very lucky man. It just means that, It might not always be good luck.
2: Thanks, Sean. I don't know (laughs) if you feel better or not. I just. (laughs) Thanks, buddy.
1: I feel like, you you know, you'll see both sides of the spectrum of luck at some point. And if you're dealing with a bunch of shit luck in certain ways, maybe Uh, that means you're going to have great luck in other ways, right? The the everlasting optimist.
2: You know what? The amount of like near fuck ups where like, like, it happened to me the other day where I was just like, put in one of the tractors away and I stepped off from the side because like, it's just too tight of a fit. It's just easier to go off by the side. Yeah. Um, but the, the, the shoes I wear for work, all the the bottom part is now shaved off. Right. Yeah. So I went and stepped. And because of that, there's no grip on them. And I <laughs> just Charlie Brown slip, but I was able to catch myself and I was fine. But if I was unable to do that, I'm like, I don't know, really bad injury for sure like and i they, find he, it
1: funny like you talking about this because my dad is like the, you as well where he's like if a thousand things go right like if a thousand people do this thing and it goes fine yeah he'll do it the one time and have some and he's like it's just a sides thing he'll say like jokingly oh, yeah. and it's funny that like hearing you speak of the same thing where it's like it shouldn't happen but somehow it fucking happens and when it fucking happens it fucking happens to me
2: yeah you and you can't explain it there's no Like, I like, honestly, like that whole thing about luck you're talking about, because I am so lucky to survive these things.
1: Yeah, that is luck in itself, too. Right.
2: But the sheer fact that it's happening is also unlucky. And I don't get the sick, twisted game that like there's like I do feel like there's a bit of a family curse with this because this happens all the time. Like when I was a kid when I was in I was in the fifth grade, we went on a ski trip and I had gone skiing like three, four times at this point, just yeah not not a good skier and we were going night skiing and like so i'm going down the run and i hit a patch of ice and i start like drifting to the the side and i'm like and i kind of like freeze i'm like i don't know what to do right now uh i don't want to fall because getting up some <laughs> pain in the ass so uh, oh look there's a rope on the side that'll stop me it's like it looked tight and it just went like i'll just hit it bounce and then it'll be fine yeah no it was a lot <laughs> looser And I went right through it and fucking hit a tree. Oh, shit. And like, and I wish like this was like a one and done instant, Sean. But this shit like this happens to me all the fucking time. All the time. It is unbelievable. And it turns out I'm fine. The worst part about this is that this took place in like Quebec City. So when you got like French people don't have middle names. This is like, so this is why I think this happened. So they see my Medicare card and they see my, like, my name is middle name, first name, last name. That's how it works on the card. So they are reading it as my first name is Robert. My middle name is Thomas and my last name is sides. Yeah. Parents come up because I just hit a tree. I'm in the hospital. My parents come up and they're like, we're looking for Thomas sides. Can you find like, there's no Thomas sides here. Jesus. Fucking what now? There's no Thomas sides. No, no, no. We're told he's at this hospital, and like, there's no Thomas Sides. Here. I don't know what to tell you. And Michelle goes wandering around. She goes, "Found him." Oh, Robert. <laughs> so That's
0: they start,
2: awesome. like. So, so there's this thing with concussion protocol. Um, they don't let you sleep. What they do is like they'll wake you up every few hours so you don't fall into a coma, and then they yeah. ask you questions. But the problem with these questions is that they're fucking stupid. It all depends on shit. So they would be like, Robert, Robert. C'est quoi and I'd be like Thomas. And then they would be like, no, nope, that's not right. <laughs> Robert, Robert, c'est quoi la date, And I would follow it up with, I don't know, what time is it? Because depending on the time. <laughs> it's time a different changes. day. <laughs> yeah. yeah, pretty much. And then they're like, Robert, Robert, où and they're like, where are you? And I'm like, In Quebec. Like, I don't like I don't even like a hospital. Like I know where I am, but I don't know where I am, right? Like yeah. And it's just like, I feel like they think I'm a fucking moron because I'm not answering their questions like correctly. But it's just like, but also like the questions are just so odd.
1: That'd be fun to be like a first responder and be (laughs) like, you know, you pull up on someone who you know is possibly concussed and you're like, excuse me, sir, I need you to answer a few questions for me. Can you tell me who was Kirk's first officer on the original Star Trek? And they're like, you're like, uh, this motherfucker's got a con- concussion. You better take him away. <laughs> yeah, but there's just
2: people <laughs> that won't know the answer to that. <laughs> That's what I'm saying.
1: Like, you make the fucking questions complicated that they could oh. not possibly know the answer. I, to.
2: I felt like I was on a <laughs> game show where I wasn't winning anything. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh. And like, when I hit the tree, they had to put me on like this snowmobile, like but like sled, which I think is so stupid. So I'm being pulled by a snowmobile, but I'm also inhaling all the exhaust from the fucking snowmobile like what if i don't get like die from the coma (laughs) that is the train of the tree incident here i am just inhaling all these chemicals yeah yeah safety first guys yeah yeah. well well done
1: (laughs) nothing better than when rescues go wrong oh it was
2: just i know it was like a weird experience and then i I, and like another funny bit of when this happens like people saw me hit the tree obviously yeah but like i look like I'm in a snowsuit so you don't know specifically it was me so I remember girls in my class came skiing down like Eric Eric you okay I'm like it's Thomas I just <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> like, it's just, they thought it was somebody else and then like you could just tell that they were a little bit disappointed that I wasn't this Eric person I'm just, oh, pretty
0: much that
2: hurts okay? <laughs> yeah how about you do you have any like near misses where you probably shouldn't have like survived but here you are like to regale us with the story
1: no i never have anything like that happen to me
2: oh yeah, you just i'm just fucking around
1: danger. yeah you know like well i've told you that I almost died by getting hit by a car story yeah um near-death experiences like growing up with my dad being like a carpenter of the wild west i like to call him yeah i learned early on in my career not to take crazy chances that might kill me. Like example when I was I was 13 years old, it was summertime, my dad and brother were framing stick framing together. They wanted me to come out with them. So, I'm working with them we're built working on the second floor and there's these little skirt roofs around the uh, underside of the second floor. Yeah. And so my dad's like, "Sean, come here. I need you to help me out." And I was like, "Yeah, sure. What's up, dad?" And he's like, "Hey, I want you to hold on to my belt, my tool belt. I'm going to climb out the window." and hang over this fucking thing so that I can nail these blocks.
2: Don't. Tell and me he's and he's like, like,
1: "Sean, like, if you let go, I'm going to die, so you have to hold on tight." And I'm fucking 13. I'm like, "Dad, I am not fucking doing that." That no, no. And he's like, "Well, I got to it's got to get done and it's the only way we can get to it. So, you either hold on to my ankles or you hold on to my belt. Which one do you prefer?" And so <laughs> I'm fucking 13. I, I did it. My I'm holding my dad's ankles and around my arms hooked around while he you're fucking leans. you a
2: grown man's body weight. Yes. <laughs>
1: while he fucking leans out. And I'm like sweating, terrified that I'm going to kill my dad. If
2: <laughs> you drop me, I die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: So like witnessing shit like that and living through stuff like that. like When I got into the trades, I made a promise to myself, Sean, you're not going to die for work cause you work so you can have a good life. And so whenever I go into situation and like part of martial arts training too, that I received when I was younger is you plan your exit, you plan your way out. What can go wrong. Think about what can go wrong. Like I remember when I was a rookie, like starting framing more seriously, when I was 16, I was cutting with a skill saw and the guard on the blade didn't come back down when I was cutting with it. So I set the skill saw down on the ground right after cutting a sheet of plywood and the blade was still spinning rapidly it hit the ground jumped onto my foot and sliced directly through my work boot it didn't cut my foot it did not cut my foot it just my boot was split in half and like it wasn't a steel toe it was just some like leather work boots but from that time on every single time, every single fucking time I use a skill saw, I see my leg on the ground. Yeah. Not attached to my body. yeah. And that keeps the fear alive in me. Like I don't fuck around when it comes to tools. Like I don't, I learned to like, if you don't point it at your body, it can never hurt you. And I try to impart that knowledge onto like the younger carpenters coming into the trade, but it's one of those things people don't always listen and they're in a rush and they're in a hurry. But like in the back of my head, I'm always like, I ain't dying for this shit. Hell no.
2: Like when I worked in aviation, like all of that is all time-based. And if you don't make your schedule time because of that, like they tell you not to rush, but they have, then you have to answer like 25 questions about why you took a delay. And I always hated this process of just like, all right, well, why didn't you do that? Well, I did do that. why were you rushing because we're nearing the end and like it wasn't done yet well why weren't you done yet well do you want the answer you'll accept or you want the end or you want the (laughs) real answer and like well what's the real answer i didn't have enough guys you You, well you would
1: think they wouldn't bust your balls when you're like flying airplanes and shit like that right it's like why are you putting me on a stringent schedule you fucking assholes
2: that's crazy and it's just it's just this stuff of just like we need to be out at this time like i get it but also like you're giving me like 280 bags and two. Then we're a team of three, and you're giving me 45 minutes to do this, and you don't expect this to go off the rails at all. Like I don't understand what you're <laughs> thinking. Like, and so like, there's times like that, like when I worked for like this. This wasn't with Air Canada. I wanted to have to be clear because working with Air Canada was a goddamn dream. The other company I used to work for, this is where the nightmares ensues. And you're just like, well, you, you, and then you rush and then that's where the mistakes happening. Well, like, why were you rushing? Because you get mad at me when it doesn't go according to plan. You <laughs> go, well, as long as you're able to explain it, I go, I try to explain it. You don't like my answers. So I don't understand what you want from me. I, I feel like no matter what happens here, we're going to have a poor discussion. So like, I don't know. Leave me alone. Punish me. Suspend me. Do what you got to do. But like, I don't like I can't handle what like you guys won't accept my answers.
1: Yeah. Nothing pisses me off more than like shitty management like that too. No. That like, you should be able to, it's like the old general patent quote or something. Like I won't send my soldiers to do something that I can't do myself or right. whatever. Right. Like you should know your limitations yeah. and your workers limitations. And that to me, that's just shitty management is yeah. what it boils down to. And, right? that, and, that,
2: and that's where my attitude kind of changed. I just went like, and I would get that flight all the time. Like I was the lead and I would just go, Guys, I'm not going to lie to you. We got 45 minutes to turn this thing around. We got 180 coming off, 280 banks going on, and I won't lie to you. All of them look heavy. So we're going to do our best. Don't hurt yourselves, but yeah. if you, and you need me to slow down, I'm going to slow down. I'm not here to kill you guys. For we're sure. just going to do our best. And then if they come to me with the, like, the timing stuff, like I'm just going to tell them, you know what? Then we should have had two teams here. Yeah. But if we're not firing on all cylinders and we're only three guys like uh, listen we're not superheroes I, I don't understand what you want we're not machines you For got sure. you're giving me one guy who's 110 pounds soaking wet and he <laughs> has to lift a 180 pound bag i don't understand what you want from him right now like it's yeah it's stupid because like some people if they're going like far away they will pack the shit out of their bags so like they will come in heavy
1: some people even if they're close will pack the shit out of their bags I, i've witnessed it man i've seen yeah. some shit
2: yeah, but it was just like some time and stuff like that. So it was just uh, I'm kind of like I was so happy to work for Air Canada because that stuff kind of changed and like everyone was like so nice about it. And it was nice. just like, that's funny. It was, it was a good change of pace.
1: Yeah. I'm like me as a boss, you know, like I have expectations and I have targets as well of my people but I know that they're attainable targets and people need to be pushed sometimes too, especially in the trades to learn and to get better and to like be oh, yeah. their best sure. physical self. But as long as I see someone's giving like an honest effort level, that's good in my books. If exactly. you you know, not everyone can do the same amount of shit, but some people can do like lift a thousand pounds. Some people can only lift a hundred, but if the guy lifting a hundred pounds is giving as much effort as the guy living a thousand lifting a thousand pounds. That's good in my books. And that's like Mm -hmm. what I try to instill into my people too, is like, we all have our limitations, you know, try and exceed it to be better, of course, but at the same time, don't fucking hurt yourself to do it. The last thing I ever want to see is people coming up to me and being like, I fucking hurt myself.
2: And it changed my opinion on like how I approach things. So now like like whenever they would come to me with like a time delay, I was like, you took three minute time delay here. What happened? I went like, well, we did our best.
1: Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, we
2: did our absolute best. Well, I mean, we didn't break any of the rules. We didn't cut any corners. We had this many bags, this many people. We did our best.
1: Definitely the best way to go about things.
2: Yeah. And like, and then they go like, "Well, like, what happened?" Like, well, I, I, don't know what you're expecting of me here. I, <laughs> I did my best. Pretty much. Yeah. But yeah, that shit would happen all the time. And so as long as you can kind of lean into the shitstorm and just be like, "All right, guys." it's not going to be good but once it's done we don't have to worry about it again so guys just all i ask is you do your best here be safe don't do anything wrong like we're still working around airplanes so just do your best
1: yeah exactly no, that's good advice
2: yeah so i guess we'll uh get down to the question of the day here and i won't lie to you sean i didn't prepare for this episode at all <laughs> i should have it's been like a week and like I don't know. I guess I was just really eager to hang out with Marty the other day. But um I guess like what would be a good thing to learn about you here is um
1: I do the same thing. I talk out the question and I'll like read it out like doing a book report so that I have more time to think about what question I'm gonna ask.
2: Yeah. <laughs> no, I guess like a fun thing to learn about you is just because you you moved around a lot. So like yeah. when did you start dating? When were you like what was that ordeal like? Because Were you able to like, did it happen like later on? Were you able to have little stints of flings and you're the guy that got away? Like what happened there?
1: I think that's basically kind of how it went. You know what I mean? I was like, obviously junior high, you know, you start getting interested in girls and I had the girls I had interest in and it was kind of like floating around and it never really got crazy serious until I was older till I was like 18, Mm -hmm. 19, you know what I mean? And at that point, like I was friends with a lot of girls you know what I mean? Some of them I had interest in, some of them I didn't. You know, you have your your kissing partners and you know little shit like that when you're a kid, right? You know, you're you kiss a girl, but a that's as far as it ever goes. When I when I say that, that's what I mean. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it wasn't until later on in life. It was hard, like you trying to break into clicks is a tough thing. Like I'm sure you've been to the parties where you don't know a lot of people and there's clicks there. Yeah. That's fucking hard when you're an adult who has like skills. When mm. you're a fucking kid and you're like. Kids, kids are stupid they don't know <laughs> shit about the world they haven't lived they haven't gotten through experience i don't mean they're stupid i just mean that like they don't know shit about the world yet so yeah. it's hard for <clears throat> so when you're an adult you go to a party where it's awkward you can kind of like break in you're like hey man let's go but if nobody wants you to fucking break in that's really tough so when you're a kid that's how it was like in at different times in different places obviously many different experience with how much times i did move but I met kind people along the way once in a while, but it was really, really hard to break into clicks when, when little Janie's been in love with little Billy since they were fucking in grade one, but Mm -hmm. little Billy likes little Janie or, you know what I mean? Like, it's hard to get into that as the new guy. Sometimes it's like the flavor of the new guy where they're like, Ooh, he's new. Let's learn about that. That didn't, that didn't happen nearly as much as one would hope being the kid himself. Like I was, but
2: so like, do you have, like, like one of your, like, dating stories, like, handy of just, like, where, like, because you got confidence eventually, Do you know, like, where it started? Can you, like, pinpoint it, you think?
1: Um, no. I, I don't really have, like, a pinpoint moment. Yeah. As far as, like, finding my forever human goes, like, that took me being honest to myself, too, as to what I was looking for. Yeah, but you know we've already I mean? talked
2: like, about Kieran, so it's fine.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, it's important to like, like if I was going to give dating advice to someone who was inexperienced, yeah. I would say like, be honest with yourself. You know, mm-hmm. like, what do you want? You can't have everything you want because your fucking imagination doesn't exist. But yeah, it, it's one of those things like you got to be open to what you want. It doesn't even hurt to make a list of some of the top attributes. And if you can find someone who uh, is some of those attributes, it might be good enough, you know? And like Mm. when I was younger, I had an idea in my head of what I wanted in a relationship. And like, eventually if you, do put your dues in you'll find that person you know what Mm -hmm. i mean and everybody has like the dues the stories that they have to tell of like all the wrong decisions they made when it comes to a significant other dating people Mm -hmm. i never focus on that much anymore like i don't think about those when i look back to be like you know when did you gain your confidence or when did you like really get out there and like it's hard for me to like pinpoint exactly because it was an evolution you know Mm -hmm. no for sure I've always been an easygoing guy and like friendly and that helps if you're not like an asshole, you'll meet people that aren't assholes. You know what I mean? No,
2: exactly. And like, yeah, I see that in like your friendship and crystals, like a top notch lady. So clearly you did, you did something right. Even though you, apparently from all your stories, you keep testing her and testing her, but. (laughs) It's hard to like look
1: inward sometimes and like figure out who you are. Like, it's like, if you were going to write your own eulogy, what would you want to say? You know what I mean? And that, that's like a tough thing to like to think about and to be constructive because we all have our own images of how we like ideally see ourselves. Yeah. But the real deep truths of who we are, it's like only for you at nighttime when you're by yourself to think about and like it's our insecurities and all those kind of things. But like to be happy, you kind of have to take a chance, you have to put yourself out there. You're like when I was younger, 18, 19. I had my heart fucking ripped out of my ass a couple times because I was too like trusting and too immediately loyal to people. And it really like taught me some lessons about myself that you have to like protect yourself, but you'd also don't want to close yourself off too much from the hurts that you've received. Yeah.
2: I mean, all those like hurts are all like lesson learners and all that stuff. Yeah.
1: They make us who we are.
2: Like I got like some regret of like how I handled like heartbreak when I was a teenager to like how I handle it now. How I handle it now is actually pretty good. Like I handle like a TV sitcom and you just kind of shake it off and move on. Like you see yeah. it, like you see them all the time. Like I've never like I think there was like a weird statistic like Jerry Seinfeld dated like 112 women throughout the span of Seinfeld, which yeah. is all right. I feel like that's unheard of, but it's just. But like I always like that in the sense of like whenever they broke up, whether it was his doing or her doing, he kind of just took it on the chin and carried on. And that's kind of what it was like, all right, well, I know where mistakes were made and I like, and it clearly didn't work out. And like just the approach of handling that has changed immensely. Now I'm much better at it than I was when I was like 15 or 16 years old. Yeah. So
1: loss of any kind is tough, And like rejection is hard, hard to hear. You know what I mean? Like you get to realize once you're our age and our age group that like if someone's like i don't like you it's kind of like oh okay well like that's cool like right. maybe i wouldn't like you either maybe i don't like you either like yeah it's a tough thing like yeah. you have to be like and, and like i can say this too i know i've known a lot of people who are in the wrong relationships but they stay in them because they're afraid to be alone you yeah, know that's I mean? another and, thing like that's, that's a actually-
2: one of my biggest fears is like being with the wrong person. Like, yeah, because like there's times where I've dated the wrong person. I didn't like clue into it till like a little while. Cause like, you know, it's hard to see the red flags when you're staring through rose colored glasses. Right. For sure. And uh, like just the amount of just like things that like I wouldn't accept from like, uh, like normally. And like, here I am dating this person. I'm not accepting these things and it's just, yeah. All right. Like, like it took me a little while. to like, hold on these things aren't right here what am i fucking doing like and and you blame yourself like i like i was blaming myself like a little bit because it was just like fuck sides you gotta clue in a little bit like yeah
1: no and that's (laughs) tough too like and to admit that to yourself is tough and you got to be a strong person to be able to like self-evaluate but like myself i learned about myself (laughs) myself i learned about myself sorry Mm -hmm. too many myself anyways my fucking point was (laughs) you got (laughs) you got to be happy. You get one journey on this planet, you know? And like, if you deny yourself access to happiness because of fears of loneliness or fears of like unacceptance or whatever, man, you're just cheating yourself. Like get out there, like try, you know what I mean? And if, if it's, if you're in a bad relationship, which I know that there's people out there right now in bad relationships, how can you ever be happy or be in a good relationship if you don't move on? And if you're not honest with yourself, you know, like how sad is it to know that there is people who stay in the wrong relationship and live out their days and then they're old and their partner passes and they're left going like, whoa, I should have like, I should have chosen happiness when I was young. I fucked up, you know, and that's tough. I I don't I hate seeing that in, in people and I'm like. I don't know. Like, obviously every couple has their trials and tribulations that you go through and like everybody grows in they in relationships. But I think it's a matter of like checking in, you know, mm-hmm. to and knowing what happiness looks like to you and what you want it to look like for years to come.
2: No, that's really beautifully said, Sean.
1: My dad used to always say to me like, um, Sean, I want you to find a, a, a good woman one day. You know, because everything in your life, when you have someone to share it with, will be better, you know? And I was like, shut up, dad. Like, you're such a fucking romantic heart sob. Like, leave me alone. You know what I mean? And now, like, I'm in my mid thirties and I think about the fact, like, he was so fucking right, Thomas. Like, I know you're single right now. So this is asshole thing to me to talk about how great it is to be in a good relationship. but like,
2: No problem with it. And having
1: like someone who has your back and like, you just you love that person. And whether it's like sitting and eating a piece of toast or going and doing something amazing out in public, it's Mm. when you get to share those moments with someone you really, really love. Like it's crazy. I know this is going to be like super sap and I love it. I love sappy shit. It's fucking awesome. But I used to sleep like shit, right? Like I couldn't, I was an insomniac. I'd sleep two, three hours a night. And after I got together with my woman, I started having really good sleeps and I read this article that I I always go back to and I'll throw it on people from time to time, but they say that if you're like sleeping next to the love of your life and your soulmate, you're going to start sleeping better because your heart just feels good. Mm. And that's what like, I, I say that is the cause of my good sleep. Now, most of the time, like I still have shitty sleep. Sometimes I still sleep like shit Sunday nights because I'm worried about work, but it's different. It's not the same as it was before. It's like, when you found your human you just life's better and you're more complete like people say my better half and like shit man like that's real
2: (laughs) yeah no no definitely so now i get why crystal stick sticks around you with all the trials and tribulations you put her through you get just romance her like all those kind words man she's gonna hear this later on and just be like sean
1: (laughs) She'll probably be like, did you really have to air all that lovey-dovey shit, Sean?
2: <laughs> fucking loved but, it. <laughs> yeah,
1: but it's true. Like I, and it's funny, like now I would be the person explaining, like I'm my dad now explaining to someone else, like Thomas, I want you to go find that special woman in your life because you know, it's going to make every part of your life better.
2: Have you done your, uncle, uh, your dad's impre- uh, impression to him before?
1: Oh, I'm sure I have like a billion yeah. fucking times.
2: Because now that we know that he listens to the podcast, like, have you gotten any feedback from him? Just going like, oh, I didn't care too much about that one bit or the, uh, "Well, uh you know, I turn really, around like... and I didn't care for that I turn around story at all.
1: <laughs> so I, I actually called him and he hadn't listened, he's behind, he hasn't listened to that episode yet, but I wanted to like warn him that I told the taco story. So I call him and I like start talking to him about it. And he's like, well, that's because Doreen. And I was like, shut the fuck up. Like, shut the fuck up. I didn't tell the story so you guys could start fighting. You not have he's to like, have oh,
2: it again. And he was like,
1: oh no, she, she went out to go see her daughter that night. So he was alone. But I thought she was sitting right there. And I'm like, oh, fuck me. I just caused a huge fucking fight. I was like, shut up, dad. Seriously. Uh,
2: I love that. Your dad's such a good human. I can't wait to, like, come back to Edmonton again and just shit and watch uh, an Oilers game or something and then maybe eat, like, a stupidly spicy chip. I don't... Yeah, we'll see. All right, iffy. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, no, I, I appreciate, like him listening and all the support he's given and then also the support from uncle john
1: yeah for sure he's listened to every episode i guess i'm told which is very kind of him yeah and like now he's gonna get like high
2: praise on the podcast now and uh he'll probably just be like you know i've been mentioned as much as kieran now so that's a big deal
1: (laughs) that's funny i like like Kieran uh, always like endears himself and like just assumes that he's included in everyone's family as well once he knows them. So he's Uncle John is like, Uncle John will come to town and he'll bring a present for Kieran
2: as well. (laughs) Was there a year where he didn't get one for Kieran and Kieran was just like all mopey and stuff? And just like, oh, I see you guys got presents for everyone. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: A little bit. uh... A little bit a little bit
2: no no space for the old kieran (laughs) yeah
1: he's got no shame to like call that out for sure love him for it
2: (laughs) no no it's uh it's something kieran's a good fucking treat of a person i like it so
1: uh is that episode 10 in the books
2: i'm pretty sure that's episode 10 in the books buddy we've done 10 of these maybe we Next, should
1: plug our social media so people can like participate even well, more
2: well you know what i i'm i'm going to but we got this wonderful thing from uh my buddy josh of um kevin and the McAllisters, and he gave us a little thing to put at the end of the episode so we don't have to forget to do it anymore it's isn't that
1: beautiful? Isn't, it's that beautiful isn't so that amazing
2: because our biggest problem was we would wrap up the episode and be like, oh, by the way, we have social medias. Oh, by the way, like email us. Now, now we have it already prepared by a guy that isn't our voice either. So you're going, ooh, who's this new tone that I haven't heard before?
1: Boy, does he have a nice speaking voice.
2: Yeah. What a, what a stunning change of pace. You know what? Maybe I will go to their Instagram or check out their TikTok. Maybe I'll <laughs> send a strongly worded email. <laughs> So, uh, shout out to Josh for doing that for us and, uh, stick around. It'll just, it's not at the end of this episode and it'll be at the end of every episode going further until he goes, I made you something new <laughs> for sure. So uh, yeah, so we can, we'll have all that stuff plugged at the end
1: without further ado. I'm Sean sides and this has been one
2: side of the story. I'm Tom sides. This has been the other side of the story. Have a great week, everybody. Live long and prosper everybody.
1: Two sides,
0: of the story. Two sides of the story. Two sides of the story. With Tom
1: and Sean Thanks for listening to Two Sides of the Story. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review. Follow us on Instagram at Two Sides of the Story, on TikTok at Two Sides of the Story Pod, and if you want to send us an email, send it to Two Sides of the Story Pod, that's the number two, Sides of the Story Pod at gmail.com.